Man, what a week it has been. I, you know, I face-planted pretty hard. <laughs> oh my gosh, not this past Friday, the Friday before. I had this crazy faceplant. The internet has blown up as a result of that. We made a lot of crazy things happen. And strangely, I don't feel like I lost, even though I keep getting told I lost something by internet autistic strangers. I'm not sure what's going on exactly. All I know is I'm fucking exhausted, man, from the hard work I had to do to turn a guy into a lol cow, but I finally did it, and actually it was pretty easy now that I think about it, but it was it was exhausting work. I'm very happy that it's done, and now I can just let all the other spurglers out there take over from here. Thanks. Thanks, Godwinson. Thanks, PPP. Thanks, dorks. You can uh, keep up with the drama stuff. It's not really what I do, okay? I'm just here to affect change on the internet, to make something nice happen, and then I'm gone. I'm back to doing the internet's greatest show, and with that in mind, I'm so happy that today is, of course, Mother's Day, because it gives me a great excuse, gives me a great excuse to now focus on something else. We can move along on tonight's show I would like to talk about a Mother's Day tragedy. When tragedy strikes and Mother's Day is combined, I mean tragedy and Mother's Day, the two together, there may be nothing sadder on this earth. I almost hate to even talk about this. Remember that guy, I-Dubs? Joey, I know you know about that. Yeah, I know know I-Dubs. I know he's dealing with this whole... What is it, cuck, cuck situation or something? Yeah, his girlfriend's just posting nudes up on OnlyFans for fun. This guy, very famous, very rich, bought his girlfriend tits, and then uh, so she could start an OnlyFans account. Presumably you engage yeah, yeah, yeah. with men in a parasexual, parasocial sure. relationship and get them to give you money for pornography that they could find easily on the internet, but with you it's special because it has an emotional attachment right. that you're giving them, right? Right, 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 right. Um, and this is, again, something I wouldn't do. There's so many girls on OnlyFans. Yeah. I bet you half of them have boyfriends. Yeah. But those boyfriends don't have, like, millions of followers. That's the thing. Right. No, their boyfriends don't make a living ripping on other people's exactly. small mistakes. As, would you defend it? I would. I, probably, I wouldn't defend it, but that's her, it's her business. They'll yeah. probably be on OnlyFans doing nudes and you, diddling themselves. You'd open them. <laughs> I don't think I could take that. Already you know, out right. there. I mean, it I depends won't. how big a deal Dick thinks it I is. I won't even let them listen to music that I don't like. Right. So OnlyFans is oh, way, wow. way out of the... What? <laughs> <laughs> Although, judging from the leaks, I don't think beauty is uh, essent- is a mm. requirement to being on OnlyFans. Yeah, right. Did you see? I oh. saw the pictures. Ugh. Yeah, not... Guys are beating off to that. But that's the thing is, is it's such a market out there for guys that like that. Because they're not getting Gross any... Gross chicks. You know, is she just, she's just not... She's just... Is she homely? Is she ugly? Like, I don't know what she looks like. Did she? Does she look like she fucking chased a cat through a barrel of nails? I've noticed that whole I-dubs problem, where because he was the one... He got, pretty much got popular off of ripping on people. Yeah. And the same thing with H3H3. H3. So when H3 did their podcast and, you know, they were no longer in the edited setting. Yeah. All, like, hypocrisy 
started coming out. Starts coming out and getting called out. Like that's that's what's gonna happen when you put more and more content out there or more stuff comes out. Everybody's a guilty. Every, everybody's a hypocrite. Nobody can keep the act up yeah. live. Yeah, it's impossible to keep it, especially when your audience that you gained is specifically going out there trying to destroy everybody that's on the internet because yeah. that's the audience you gained. I live in a Barbie's dream mansion in a hill. That's all that matters. You, you Canadian prick. Yeah, it is all that matters because I go out of here, I fuck my girlfriend in a fucking mansion. And it's just these cunts uh, knowingly take advantage of like mentally unstable men who are just yeah. dumping 80% of revenue that they don't have mm -hmm. yeah. into their accounts. And uh, Dick Masterson, I'm going to need you to have a seat right over there. There's something you need to know. I know all about the texts between you and Jamie, your crush. You need to stop simpering over her. And There's nothing more pathetic than a picture of a lone Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> to refute you, too. So I, after like, it's all like, that Everybody mess. knows he's been doing this for years and everything, and it's like, oh, I think my... Emmy says, shut the fuck up. So, yeah. I was homecoming king in high school. He got his e-fame by being a take-no-shit edgelord mm -hmm. who calls out drama whores and skanks and is now making a 10-minute video being defensive, attacking his fans. It's Maddox, Bunty, Jarbo all over. Oh, These guys are so fucking sensitive about everything. Like, I never thought in my life I would be getting a text from another man asking me why I said something. Like, yeah. what do you mean, why did I say it? Because I'm because I, you know, kind of hate all men at my core and I want to humiliate. They're like, it's, it's, it's fucking around. Yeah. What do you mean? People have their own insecurities and let's just say so-and-so's insecurity is that they're a cuck. They're yeah. going to go online and like, fuck cucks. Fuck them all. Yeah. They, they yeah, suck. Whatever. They're overcompensating yeah. for a specific thing and then when it when a little piece of that gets exposed of who they really are and it starts getting thrown at them. <laughs> they lose their shit entirely. <laughs> they have a breakdown. You can't walk that one back. Yeah. 80s girl, by but the I way, wanna... badly wants to be married and have kids and you won't ever give her that. Do you think okay. this is going to work well, for Well, yeah, a woman. That's a woman. They all want to be married and have kids. Are you fucking kidding? I'm rich. I'm rich in payment. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real a needle tears a hole the old Focus on the pain, but I remember everything. Wait, wait, no, no, wait, hang on, hang on, wait. And you could have it all. No, 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 no. Watch my girlfriend squirt, and I live in the hills. I No, 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 wait, this isn't what I meant. This is not what I meant. Hang on, hang on. Stop, 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 stop. Jesus Christ. I said tragedy, but I didn't mean the most depressing fucking thing that's ever existed. 
Oh my God. Um, I'm so sorry. That's not what we're talking about tonight. No, I'm sorry. Tonight we're going to talk about a lady who actually recently died right before Mother's Day happened, and she's got some children of her own. She was a mother. But most importantly, oh my God. Whew. Just watching that. I'm so sorry. Most importantly, she was the comedy manager of one Mr. Spooky Charles, our own goon, a.k.a. brand new a.k.a. Neo Phoenix. Spooky Charles rises from the ashes. Let's go bully the internet. This is pot awful. Dang! That's right. This is pot awful. That's Spooky Charles. This is pot awful. Pot awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot awful sucks, you faggot. I am so sorry for that uh, intro there. I don't know what happened. I don't know where that video even came from. But uh, welcome to Pot Awful. I am your host, Jesse. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're just watching us for the first time, you know, you might have joined us because of all this stuff with uh, that guy, Mad Dax. I saw some people were calling him in the chat room. Uh, yeah, tonight's show is not about that. I don't know where people even got that idea. We kind of do different stuff every week on this show, so we won't be talking about that guy, Dick Masterson, okay? No, come on, no, guys, stop. Not awful. Not awful. Well, that's true. Okay, that's true. I did. Because their content doesn't suck. Also true. get this straight. I'm not with Maddox anymore. I'm not on his network. By the way, I don't care about anybody. I don't, you can fuck as many women as you want. They can all be married. I've fucked a married woman before, by the way. I, there's, I don't know where this idea came from that I've got a moral issue with anything. I could have sworn we were just laughing at Man, that effect is crazy. There we go. Why don't we uh, simp text? That's a little bit better. Okay. Anyway, hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's check in with that chat room, see what they're saying in there. We're live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, potawful.tv for the free show on Sundays, potawful.pizza for our Wednesday and Friday shows. Let's see what people are saying. Dick who? Uh, I'm in that ass, bro. Jesse is the winner. Thank you so much. Chad Ox and Mad Dax. Mad Dax Simpson, they're calling him now. Laughing at Tards. Could have sworn we were just laughing at Tards. And we're going to be laughing at Tards tonight. If you don't know, we are, of course, talking about this guy, Spooky Charles, tonight. And most of you probably know who he is. He's this guy. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12-2. Peace. Pace. Pace to everybody out there. We're going to talk about this guy and a very exciting adventure he's been on lately. And this is all going to tie into Mother's Day because he actually got himself a comedy manager. Now, this guy, Spooky Charles, I mean, you're not going to believe it. This is one of those episodes 
that I'm going to have to go through so many different things. It's going to be such a jumble, such a mess. I don't even know where to begin. I really don't. This is something I've been sitting on for a while. You see, what happened was there was a big hack. A lot of people's emails, address, email addresses, emails themselves, things have been leaked, okay? Now, I'm not claiming any responsibility for this hack. I know the pot awful cult is a big hacker collective. I don't think any of us had anything to do with this, but unfortunately, a lot of emails did fall into my lap. I say unfortunately. Fortunately for us, unfortunately for those who's, uh, who had those emails, who the emails belonged to, and I've been pouring through these emails trying to find anything interesting, and I found one. I found some goon emails, and it happens to be Spooky Charles. And this guy, Spooky Charles, we've covered him many times in the show. He was a goon on our Awful Ween show many years ago. You should go check out these episodes about him because it's really interesting, compelling stuff. You know, he started off as a ghost hunter type guy, and then we've learned so much more about him. He even ran for Senate, I believe in New York City, so uh, in New York State. He was running for office at one point. I mean, lots and lots of stuff to go over here when it comes to Spooky Charles, and I had no clue, but he started working with a woman late last year. It's been a while now. I mean, we're talking months and months and months. He's been working with this woman, and now tragedy has struck, and I don't know what this means for Spooky Charles's career. So if you don't know Spooky, let's just give you guys a quick little refresher in case you don't know him or you forgot. This is Spooky Charles. This is one of my favorite videos. We've played it probably a few times now, but just a nice little refresher course on who he is. Spooky Charles, ghost hunter, politician, and comedy's new nigga. Yo, what's up, YouTube? Charles Brandon. I thought it was time that I meet you and you meet me. This was his first face reveal. To the people that uh, have put comments on the, uh, on the channel, giving me your positive feedback, your love, your kindness, um, you know, giving me encouragement to keep doing what I'm doing. Thank you very much. It is appreciative. It is appreciative. Now, I'm going to pause it right there. This is my favorite thing. To, the, the beauty of this video is pretty much after this moment right here when he says it is appreciative, you can skip to any time code, and it is suddenly the wildest video. He's saying something crazy, something horrifying is happening in this video, okay? Now, he's an old Brooklyn-type guy. Spooky Charles. And by the way, he goes by many names. We know him as Spooky Charles. His real name isn't even that. I mean, he goes by, when he's ghost hunting, he usually goes by Mark or Charles Brandon or Mark Slade is another one of his names. When he was doing comedy, he was going by a totally different, TRK, he called himself. His real name is Terrence. All right, this guy's name is Terrence. And he is a Brooklyn guy. You can hear it in his voice, but he's got the attitude too on top of that. So I'm just going to skip to a, this is completely random, skip to just, eh, that's basically the middle. Okay, well, there you go. You can already see this is going to be good. So let's see what he says here. Be nothing but dust orbs. 
and the three biggest fucking skeptics in the world, James Randi, Penn Gillette, and Michael Shermer, in an arena-type environment, I will show them the fucking dead. I will show them that there is life after death. I will show them the ghost in that motherfucker, and it will be over. (laughs) Now, this entire video, by the way, is his first time doing a face reveal on YouTube. It was also his way of telling people that he got a bad shake. He, he didn't get a good uh, deal when he appeared on somebody's podcast. It wasn't mine. He appeared on my podcast. He definitely did not get a good deal out of that. But that wasn't the one he was talking about. He went on to a ghost-believing podcast, you know, a paranormal podcast, and they kind of gave him the runaround a little bit. So this was to prove everybody wrong that he's not a crazy person and he is not a lunatic, and he is not a bad guy. And this is how he chose to represent that. Call me names, call me crazy. I'm so fucking sane it would give you nightmares if you knew how sane I was. Sure. I don't have one crazy bone in my body. What I do have is fight. I'm a fighter, okay? You want to step on me? I'm going to take my hand and shove it so far up your fucking ass. I'm going to use you as a puppet. I'm going to rip your goddamn head off and use it as a bowling ball. And that's why I have been chosen to do what I'm doing. I was just about to say, oh, by the way, Spooky Charles was chosen by God to be God's right-hand man. So he actually, he's the right hand of God. He works for God directly against the evil works of Satan. Because I'm not a passive pussy, okay? I'm not a fucking doormat. And trust me, the person that is going to go head-to-head with these motherfuckers needs to be some tough son of a bitch. Now, okay. <laughs> all right. I could just sit here and watch this whole video all day long, but let's just, let's just skip to, I don't know, right here. We'll watch one more little bit of it just for the new folks out there. You know, we get a lot of people in here. They don't know what we're talking about. So you got to keep everybody up to date on these things. We got a huge archive, tons of shows. A lot of people aren't caught up. (laughs) I'm the one. I'm the one that got the great fucking prize and job to prove life after death. That's true. I'm the one. Like, you know what? Hillary Clinton lost the fucking election. Get over it. Obama fucking yes. got the Affordable yes. Care Act passed. Get over it. Get him. Get over Get it. Get him. Because there's nothing you can do. There's not a fucking thing that you can do. Because somebody will come out of the woodwork. Somebody will say, you know what? Here's $100,000. Create your fucking show. Okay? And that's going to happen. And when that happens, I'm going to come through the back door. Okay, so fucking hard that you people aren't even going to know what the fuck hit you. Because I'm going to go door... I don't quite know what he means by that, but I have a feeling if he comes through your back door, it's going to be like... Bang! That's right. So, I mean, we love this video. You know, I've already got pre-made little video clips from that video in the show here. So, obviously, I love the Spooky Charles video. That gives you an idea of the guy. Let me give you an idea of his ghost hunting abilities though. So you'll understand that before we get into the entire mess of his emails. Here's one of his most recent ghost hunting videos, I I believe. Well, it's actually got an old, no, this is an old date on it. Let me find it. See if there's a more recent one. Oh no. Uh Oh, 
shit, I just noticed something that might affect our show coming up here. He's getting rid of stuff. I don't know if he's watching live right now or what's happening. Um, okay, let's just, uh, you know what? That seems to be the, the best one. Let's watch this one. This is how his ghost hunting works. So he points a camera at a mirror, one of those magnification mirrors that he's got in his bathroom, and he just records in slow motion for some reason. And apparently this is what a ghost looks like. And it's just a highly magnified reflection of the lights above him. It's never anything else. He has hundreds of videos like this. Okay, you hear him just there? It's a little hard to hear because it's in slow-mo and he's very quiet. But if we, if we, uh, let's bring up the speed on this video real quick. Oh, that is at two times speeds. Wow, so he's got this super slow. Somehow I already had this at two times speed. Okay, so listen very carefully. He just saw a ghost and he's going to react to it. Holy shit. So I assume you guys must have seen it too then if he saw it. So that's what it looks like when he sees a ghost, okay? Now now you might understand why Spooky Charles is a goon. Uh, let's take another look at his channel here real quick just so I can show you. See, mirror video after mirror video after mirror video after mirror video. It's just tons and tons and tons of these videos. Now you have an idea. Let's get to tonight's story. I have here a huge file on Spooky Charles's emails with people. There was one in particular I found very interesting. There is, okay, hang on a second. Today I walked out my door. Now I have so many emails here and I can't, it's been since November. I can't possibly go over all of these. I am Tony Fish. This says, I, oh, okay, hang on a second, hang on, good evening, okay, all right, all right, so he had a Craigslist post up apparently at some point, and he was contacted by somebody on Craigslist, he wanted, we talked about this in the show at some point, I think maybe this was in the pizza fund or something, where he was looking for somebody to be his representative, to be his agent, basically, but in his comedy career. And he keeps his many different types of lives very separate. So when he's a comedian, he is not Spooky Charles the Ghost Hunter. These are separate things. Now, this person sends him an email and says, I can do it. I've worked in the biz all right, you need somebody, I'm your, I'm your person. They said, I think I could help you. I've been working in the business for a while, and I would make a great muse. Tell me what you need. Now, one of the big things was Spooky Charles wanted a muse. He, wanted a, he specifically wanted a female agent. This is what he was looking for. And he wanted somebody who could not only act as his manager, uh, but somebody who could really inspire him and kick his ass to quote him, into doing the work. So this person says, I will be your muse. Tell me what you need. And this person's name is, and I don't, I've never heard of this name in the business before, but maybe you guys have. Let me know. Her name is Laura Craft Bay Oneida. Ever heard of her? <laughs> Laura Craft Bay Oneida. Now, 
I did some Googling, and all I could find is she seemed to have gone to MIT, which doesn't even seem to really be part of the uh, entertainment business or anything like that. I can't quite put my finger on how she would know what to do. I remember her, somebody says. Okay, so some people have heard of her. Ha, 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 LMAO. Uh, PPP straight up pissing with no hands, nigga. That's true. He did do that. Uh, Not really, doesn't really have anything to do with tonight's show, but sure. Famous science journalist. Okay, so some of you guys have heard of her. Apparently, she's a famous science journalist. Well, she moved into the career of helping out entertainers and comedians, according to her resume and according to what she is telling Spooky Charles in these emails that have leaked. So let me see here. Uh, Spooky Charles responds and says, Good evening, Laura. Could you please tell me a little bit about yourself? The reason for this is I want to make sure you will be someone that will become interested and not hate me. I have many producers, agents, etc. contacting me, and they are very nasty after I tell them who I am, which seems like a bad sign. You don't want them to be nasty just after you say who you are. Uh, But, you know, I guess everybody in the business, you know, he's had such a hard time becoming a comedian, becoming an entertainer. Everyone in the business has been telling him, pace. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12-2. I think it's my assurance that upsets them or my political views do not coincide with theirs. So if you could do that, it would be appreciated, i.e. political views. How do you stand on men's rights, the family court, divorce, children, CPS, the president, guns, equality for all, stuff like that? These are all platforms he ran on, by the way, when he was a politician. And you can maybe surmise from these topics that these are things that are near and dear to him, particularly men's rights and family court and divorce. I am not your normal comedian, let's just say that, but my material is so controversial. This is what it will take to make me famous. Sorry, I know I shouldn't believe in myself so much, but I am the only one that does. Please, in whatever you read going forward, do not take my vanity for being conceited or anything but assurance. I am assured I will be successful in my endeavors as a comedian, sketch, stand-up, all of it. So do you think you got what it takes to make a great muse? Tell me why. Just curious. I need someone to help me break out this stage fear, motivate me, believe in me, in honesty. I have no clue what I need, lol, sorry. Now he goes on and on. And in these emails, he just goes on and on and on. But one of the things we know about Spooky Charles is the reason he stopped doing comedy and stopped doing stand-up is he has immense stage fright. So the reason he needs a woman to kick his ass into doing it is because he's too afraid to get on the stage. Now, an interesting thing I was going to show you is his comedy stylings on his comedy YouTube channel, Um, and I realized something. I don't remember if I played this video before or not, but I only realized after reading these leaked emails that one of these videos that he put up, it was seven months ago now, he put this video up. This is how long he's been talking to Laura Craft Bay Oneida. But apparently seven months ago, she kicked his ass into gear and tried to get him to start doing a radio show 
and this was the end result. Take a look at this. This is his comedy. We are coming to you live from Brooklyn, New York on September 13th, 2019 at 1021 Eastern PM. Cool. This is In Their Face with your host, TRK387. This so is- he was still going by the name TRK3187 or whatever it was. Uh, he's no longer using that name for his comedy stylings. The test of the TRK387 show. This is a test. This is a test. Testing one, two, one, two, one, two. And that's it. That, he thought that was good enough for a test show for his brand new program. And apparently Laura wanted him to put this together to try to take a look at his skills. She didn't really know what to believe about his skill set yet, and so that was what he sent her. And he posted it publicly to his page. I'll show you some more of his comedy styling, some of the older stuff. And this is what he's trying to impress Laura with. Um, Here's one called How to Combat the Drug Addicts in the State of New York. This is one of his comedy videos. Yo, what's up, baby? It's your boy, TRK387T. How you doing? Just saw that the uh, the governor of the state of New York, he wants to uh, take $200 million to stop opiate addiction and heroin addiction. Now, here's how you stop opiate and heroin addiction. You take all the fucking addicts, you find yourself a nice island somewhere, you stick them on... <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Spooky. Pull it together. T's dying, by the way. Oh, I should also mention, in case you don't know, one of his eyeballs isn't real. He's got a fake eyeball. Might come up later. I don't know. You stick them on an island somewhere. You you (laughs) you provide them with food, shelter, beds, water, whatever they need. Right? Thirty days. You come back. Guess what? Everybody's free from fucking drugs. You know why? Because if there are no drugs, then you can't do any drugs. Okay, so a great comedy bit so far. Obviously killing it, and I think Laura could really help him out. She apparently is incredibly connected in the comedy world. She basically knows everybody and keeps telling Charles not to worry. She can help him out. Now, one of the things he loves saying to her over and over and over again, he reminds her that he is, uh, you know, he's a no-holds-barred, free speech type of guy, and it doesn't matter if you're a lady or a man, I talk to you just the same. And he keeps apologizing ahead of time if he's going to say anything that might be a little bit rude or untoward, but Laura reassures him saying, oh, don't worry about how you speak to me. I'm a big girl. I can take care of it. I'm just old school like that. She's actually, I think she's a Brooklyn or a New York girl herself, maybe Long Island or something. Uh, She says, as far as politics, I lean a little more conservative, but I don't like Trump, which happens to be the way that Spooky Charles leans. Um, I'm not one of these lunatics out in the street telling all men to die, though. I believe in God, and I am against abortion. It's weird how much it lines up with Spooky Charles. Children are precious, and they need their mother and their father. Anything less won't do. I think I make a great muse because I have funded other projects before and helped them along creatively. So he goes on. Now, he loves what he hears when it comes to Laura. He says, so you are the 
angel I have been waiting on from heaven. What took you so long? You get sidetracked in Vegas? That's a bit of mine. (laughs) God sends us angels, and the reason they take so long to get to us is they stop off in Vegas and get so consumed there, it takes other angels to remind them of their job. You like being a muse? The odd thing, the ad has been out for months, the Craigslist ad, has been out for months, and yesterday it hit me to say muse. The only problem is muses leave after the job is done. What if I don't want you to leave me? Now, a lot of Charles's messages to Laura, they kind of sound like he's looking for a lady on top of all of this, which is strange because Charles has a girlfriend. We know he does. And he loves shitting on his girlfriend, too. She's no good, but he's got her. Now, again, Charles's real name is Terrence, so Laura calls him Terrence. She says, Terrence, that is too funny. I've been thinking on this all day, but I have come up with a game plan. But if you really want someone to kick your ass on this, then you have to listen to my ideas. I've worked with multiple stand-up comedians, including Theo Vaughn, Shane Gillis, and Aaron Glazer. (laughs) Now, okay, Theo Vaughn, I mean, like him or don't, he's a he's a, a pretty successful comedian. Shane Gillis now taking off after being fired from Saturday Night Live. I do find the Aaron Glazer one a little strange because um, he's mostly known for being accused of raping women. Really, more than the comedy, he was accused of raping women, so that seemed strange to me. I see your vision. I see it as clear as day, and I know exactly the path to take. This is no coincidence I found your post. I am built for this, and I am built to make you exactly what you want to be. And I have the money to make it happen. She wants to fund him fully. Together, we will make it back tenfold. I want to invest in your project, but we have to start small. And I have to see you are dedicated. It's hard to get him to do anything so she's very on his ass about this i know you are worried about stage fright and let me tell you that's killed more potential great comics in the womb than anything else so here is what we have to do before sinking production costs into anything first of all we have to get rid of your old branding start from complete scratch we will come up with a new stage name for you Something that does not link back to the comedy videos and routines from your past that you no longer believe in. He's very upset because he's had this Twitter profile forever for his comedy stuff, and no one, he had followers, but no one would ever like or retweet any of his stuff. Nobody really checked out his YouTube. So she's getting rid of all of that. We shed that skin and we start anew, like a butterfly from a, a cocoon. We can discuss stage names slash usernames for online. The TRK brand is no good. It isn't memorable. It isn't catchy. And that can be the death of these projects. We need to really grab them by the balls. Number two, I will get a website built for you. Something very slick, very professional. That one... That one I can get done for free, lucky you. But trust me, this will be pro. We will start a new YouTube channel for you as well. We are going to do a pilot of a pilot, so to speak. Shoestring budget, but just proof of concept. Five episodes. We will discuss this further, but this is our first goal. And three, this is the most important part, you gotta prove yourself to me. 
I know you have the talent, the drive, the determination, but we need to make sure you've got the stones before I can sink one red cent into this. Now this is the part where I kick your ass, baby. We have to get you over your stage fright. So here is what we're going to do. I'm going to book you for an open mic. I only need you to do three to five minutes. I want you to record it. This will not be for public use. This will be for me to know you are, a seri- are serious about doing this and have the will to make it happen so I can start funding the dream. She goes on, but she's just trying to get him kicked get his ass kicked into shape here. He says, Laura, whatever you want me to do, I failed in my endeavor, so now it's time for a new coup. And he calls it a coup, but he spells it C-O-O. I'm not sure if he meant... Well, anyway. I want to point out, I was at no time asking for money uh, slash an investor. I was just showing you an ad I put out there looking for one, but bringing the money back in tenfold? Wow. (laughs) Um, I was willing to take the money from the Russian mafia, if that's where I could get it. So you will be my agent and manager. Mold me, because I am tired of this life. So he goes on. He says he's going to do this stuff. He's willing to do it. And then he sends her a thing. He says, I also write beautiful poetry. You may like it. If not, sorry. And I can't remember if we went over this poetry before. Yes, we did. So the poetry he wrote here that he sent to her, we've gone over in a show before. I think it might have been a Pizza Fund episode where, you see, unfortunately, Spooky Charles, you know, he sees the dead, he speaks to the dead, and then his grandson died. And it was only just last year, his baby, his, I mean, very small grandson passed away, I believe, after his daughter rolled over on him in her sleep and suffocated him to death. This is true. And he has written some beautiful, beautiful poetry um, for his grandson, who he misses very much. And his grandson's name is Neo, N-I-O. So he sends her this poem all about Neo, And she replies, Terrence, I have seen your abilities. They amaze me. I know you have it, and that poetry is beautiful. Unfortunately, I won't be able to meet you in person yet. I'm spending the next three months in Boca Raton, and I left two days ago, but you have my full attention. Start prepping. Get ready. Uh, Maybe we can talk after Thanksgiving. Wait till they get a load of you, she says. She also says this, plus, we don't want anything they will trace back right away to your time as TRK. So how about this for a name? Tony Fish. Which I, personally, me, Jesse, I think that's a pretty good name. Tony Tony Fish. That's a very funny comedy name. She says, I like it. Sounds tough. Sounds like a good comedy name. It's punchy. It's quick. It rolls off the tongue. Tony Fish. Tell me what you think. As soon as we decide on this, I can get your site ready. Right now, I don't need you worrying about money. So she wants him to start going by the name Tony Fish, which is interesting because I know in that Pizza Fund episode we talked about him before in, he specifically mentioned he didn't like fish, something about fish he hated. So it's very weird she would just suggest that. Another poet they're saying in the chat room, like Bill Burr's wife with an O, Nia the Nia. Yeah, that's right. Now, this is a great pot awful show. Hell yeah, Jesse. Well, thank you, the Dennis. 
Um, Albert Fish, Albert Fish. There's a few people are thinking of Albert Fish. Uh, Tony Fish, cousin to Joey Sandwiches. Maybe so. So, all right. I think, are you guys on board? Everybody on board? Everybody get what's going on here? We're trying to make Spooky Charles the greatest comedy person of all time. You know, we're all hoping he would do it. We've been encouraging him that a pot awful since we learned he used to do comedy. And now he's got a woman who's going to kick his ass and get him into gear to do it. All he's got to do is change his name. So he says, I am sorry for the late reply, but your emails are going to my spam folder. Uh, Craigslist is notorious for this. So he wants her to verify who she is, a picture, a Facebook page, something. And uh, B, as for money, I do not have a penny to my name, so it's good nothing will cost me, he says. C, on July 28th, 2019, at 11.32 a.m., my life was obliterated. I lost my grandson of 25 days and my daughter of whom I adore, even though she is an absolute witch to me. She left me also. This has broken me. So his daughter murders her son and then leaves her father. She's no longer in his life. So his life has been shambles ever since this ever since then i am in no condition or shape to jump on a comedy stage i can't even buy groceries without crying in line i'm a very deep emotional person i feel things more than others Dang! i am going to need till after the new year and i will be ready to start my new life under your management so this is another one of those things it's like rufio fionix you know, we had this goon Rufio Fionix who he thought that um, you really just couldn't start stuff till the new year. He was going to take me to court and he was going to report me to the police, but he said, hey, you can't really do that until after Christmas. So we'll wait till the new year. Spooky Charles is no different. Now he goes into the name change. He says, I hate the name Tony Fish. Sorry. And if this is a name that will be linked back to me and my brand, I am going to have to have one I love. As I received this email today, I began creating. I want the brand to revolve around me as an extremely controversial comedian. I am, I am raw and I am embarrassed over the material I create. <laughs> that out of all the comedians on the planet, I am the one that is not afraid to attack this biased feminist system that seeks to destroy all men and fathers. Here are some names I created. Okay, now I love this. He gets into his own ideas for brands. Neo Knight, Terry the Thorn Knight, as I am going to become a huge thorn in the system's ass. And then this one. And this one floored me when I read it. Neo Phoenix. Phoenix. Now, as you guys know, as I just mentioned, we had a goon named Rufio Phoenix. It was meant to be Phoenix, but he misspelled his own name. And we haven't had this guy around in a long time. So to see Spooky Charles all of a sudden rebrand himself, and we saw this on his YouTube channel, as Neo Phoenix, rising up from the ashes. He had disappeared for so long. That was incredible. Well, here's the birthplace of it. Right there. He suggested that name himself. <laughs> okay? So Laura was talking to him, giving him ideas, and yet it was his idea to name himself Neo Phoenix. Then he also suggests Bruce Linney. 
in remembrance to Lenny Bruce, <laughs> T. Knight, a.k.a. Controversy Don. Don, because of me being from Brooklyn. I am still doing this. I have to say, this is the hardest thing I have ever attempted. It's given me a massive headache. So he goes on and on and on. I mean, these emails are so fucking long. It's crazy. Uh, let me see. He's linked a video here. Which one is this? Oh, this was his... Uh, so this is where he links to that video I just showed you of his test radio recording. And Laura responds to him and says, No problem at all. I'm so sorry to hear about your grandson and your daughter. What a painful loss. I've attached a photo of myself below for you to see the real me. And here she is, by the way. This is... Laura Craft Bayoneta. So there you go. That's her. She says, let me tell you, I read the names you came up with and one jumped out to me immediately, amazingly, Neo Phoenix. That one has everything. The first name is beautiful. I don't know why. It's almost haunting. I love it. And of course, the symbolism of the Phoenix and the rebirth. I think you found it. So she immediately tells him to jump on this name. Um, she loves his radio show idea. Okay, <laughs> there's so much going on here. He's sending pictures of his daughter, pictures of his dead grandson to Laura. I mean, there's a lot to cover here. We will get more into it when we come back right after, oh, I don't know, uh, this. And all I like to say is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our cult on Facebook. Podawful.com slash cult. The N word. The N word. The N word. The N word. The effing N word. Uh, uh. The N word is coming, and it's coming hard. The N word. The N word. The N word. The N word. I can't say the N word. The N word guy on Twitter. A dumb pile of garbage named Jesse. Piece of shit. Say the N word on his podcast. I'm gonna say the N word. No, 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 no. Okay, so she also emails him, and she apparently noticed something on his website and says, we've got to make this your new comedy catchphrase. And the, the uh, chosen phrase here, she puts in quotes, is uh, karma's chosen and comedy's new nigga. Now, I thought I was comedy's new nigga. But apparently it's Spooky Charles. You know, you can follow me at the N-Word on Twitter, as that commercial just told you. And you can also join our cult, potawful.com slash cult. Uh, that's our Facebook group. But apparently, I'm the old nigga on the block, okay? Spooky Charles is karma's chosen and comedy's new nigga. She's really trying to set him up with all the best stuff. The best name, the best tagline possible, but unfortunately, he keeps getting into these screaming fights with his baby mama, his girlfriend, and he can't make it out to do any stand-up as she's trying to get him to do. He can't record these test recordings that she's trying to get him to do. She's been telling him for months at this point that you need to record something so I know that you've got what it takes. 
And strangely, she keeps taking his emails, even though she's busy with real comedians and entertainers who are on the ball and willing to do the work. She keeps taking his emails and she keeps saying, let's see that first episode. Let's see the first episode of that show that I'm trying to get you to do as a pilot to show me you've got what it takes. He says, I must extend my apologies as uh, to not have the show ready within your expected time frame. I do have a legitimate excuse. I have so much material. You have to understand, I create hundreds of pieces of stand-up, sketch, commentary all day long. That's all I do is create. I am just trying to figure out what to use, and I am a very sad over this whole situation with my grandson and daughter. It has broken me. If you give me a few more days, I will produce something. Just so you know, I have been working. Here is a clip of the Neo Phoenix show introduction and endings. Now, do I have that here? Okay, so this is the clip he's provided her of the Neo Phoenix show introduction and ending. And now in their face, the only show that brings controversy commentary. Comedy with that raw old school stank and taste. Coming to the mic, God's Revenge, Karma's Chosen, and Comedy's New Nigga. Comedy's New Nigga. Hailing from the borough that has spawned so many greats before him, Brooklyn, New York, your brother from another mother. Your gracious host, I give you, that fine-ass brother and silver-tongued motherfucker, Neo Phoenix, a.k.a. Righteous Thorn. So he decided to slip that in, a.k.a. Righteous Thorn. He's still going with that one. Like He's still going to be a thorn in the industry side. Yo, what's up, all my fine-ass sisters and brothers in the yoni? Take a chill, sit still, because I'm about to pay that bill. Gonna entertain, gonna put a smile on your face. And knowledge on your brain. Your heart is gonna get stolen. And if I dig in that colon, you're gonna have to move to Poland, baby. Wow. Okay, my beautiful bro and bro etz, that's my flavor. So till the next saver. Above all, if I made you laugh, that's what it's all about, baby. So till we come again, this is your bro spilling it the way you should know. Don't forget if I did entertain, hit me off with a piece of that bling chain. For you illiterate swag hearing motherfuckers, that's tip a nigga. Before I sign off, if you are a responsible adult and not some pedophile motherfucker, if you know a child that needs help, guidance, or just a friend, and especially one... He's trying to make friends with children. ...that you see going down that same fucked up path we all traveled, baby. Try to steer them away. Even though they won't listen, try. You don't have to be a biological mother or father to be a co-parent to a kid. And if you are a teenager listening to this show, that road, that fucked up road you want to travel is still the same old fucked up road with the same fucked up people in turns, baby. No one has come along and rebuilt it all nice and pretty. NP out. Pace. Pace. I'm probably going to get, I mean, I assume this is not music that he has licensed, you know. I'm probably going to get hit with a copyright on this one. So my apologies if there's ads on this episode. I can't remember if there's outro music to this or uh, outro words to this or not. Phoenix is an Oh, whoa, there is more. Let's listen to this.
In Their Face with Neil Phoenix is an In Their Face Productions presentation. All material is copyright protected, so don't be a poser and try to get over. All donations pave the way for the Neo Phoenix sketch comedy controversy and commentary show, baby. So don't be cheap. PayPal that coin to In Their Face Productions at gmail.com. That's In Their Face Productions, as it sounds, at gmail.com. If you wish to communicate with MP, he welcomes those communications and will respond to all. Or you can always catch MP fly. Lying on that bird. That's Twitter, baby. At Neo Phoenix, N I O P H O E N I X 87. Like, comment, share. Let's get the word out that NP is here. If you are a hater, <laughs> then make sure you let everyone know about that hate, baby, and get on that NP stroll, biatches, because I need my propers. Peace. Okay, pace. All right. So there you go. <laughs> so that's what he sends her. And by the way, after all that time waiting, I mean tons of emails back and forth, back and forth, long emails. And he sends her many bits, many things he's written, stuff he's done in the past. He sends jokes. He even at one point tells her that he has drawn a comic book, but says it is so salacious, so disgusting, that after she begs him to send it to him twice, he still refuses to send it. He said he can't publish it anywhere. It's too disgusting. <laughs> After all of that, what you just heard is the most he ever recorded as far as it comes to comedy, to entertainment, to a radio show, to a pilot, whatever it might be. That's basically it. That's all that was ever made. And she was begging him for months to do it. And eventually, Laura seems to kind of give up on him, although he will message every once in a while. He says, hello, oh, this was uh." This is long after the fact. Hang on a second. He says, let me try to find it here. I know, I'm trying to find after Christmas. I thought I had it here during all that. We're into January now. She says, funny enough, I've also had hardware problems and couldn't even get my email for days. So they're having trouble getting in touch with one another. Thank you for understanding. He's not getting anything done. She says it's uh, all about connections and people you know. I know lots of people. You know me. Now let's get to work. So she's still putting that fire under his ass. He says, I've been working very hard. I even created a teleprompter from my PC. The audio interface will be here at the end of the week. And he sends a picture of the teleprompter he's made. And it says, who is Neo Phoenix? Neo Phoenix is a 54-year-old. I have lived a lot of my life, most of it very hard, but I am still standing. I have made so many mistakes, monumental mistakes, but I expected them. There's no periods in all of this, by the way. This is all just one line going on and on and on. But I expected them as badges for change, and I can honestly say that I have never made them again. I have learned from my lessons because unlike so many others, when I made a whole, oh God, I can't read this anyway. So she doesn't hear from him for a while. She says, what's up, big guy? Laura, he says, good evening, Laura. I am still waiting on this new audio interface. He's buying equipment to make this happen. And yet it still hasn't happened. February rolls around. Laura says, I'm losing faith. He responds, I'm very sorry, Laura. I've been sick with the flu. That's interesting. Think about that. Spooky Charles is sick with the flu in February. 
what started happening, what came to our shores around February. You know, I got very sick in early February as well. And looking back, and I think a lot of people are like this. I don't know about you guys. Was anybody sick over the past, I don't know, five months or so? And now you kind of look back at it and go, did I have the coronavirus? I truly believe I had it. Back when I lost my voice, if you were here for that, I was doing the show, I could barely speak. I had to take a week off because I couldn't talk. I'm starting to think I had coronavirus. Spooky Charles gets sick around this time as well. He says, I've been sick with the flu, extreme sore throat, can't even talk for long periods of time. Same thing I had. Getting better a few more days. Everyone is very sick now, he says. I did get my audio interface. Then he emails her again and says, good evening, Laura. I just received the results of my biopsy. Oh, God. Everything is okay. Apparently, my larynx is bruised or something, scratched, and needs to heal. I think because when I am doing my shows, recording scripts, I am yelling, LOL. Now, he's never sent her any of these recordings, but apparently he's recording stuff. I get very emotional when talking about certain things, and for some reason, I yell at the phone. I have to learn to not do this or speak properly on camera. (laughs) She says, I'm still waiting patiently. I hope you feel better soon. He says, you say that like you're expecting to catch it. Oh, 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 oh. she said, uh, she says, I don't have the coronavirus yet. Yet, yet, And he says, you say that like you're expecting to catch it. (sighs) Now that, ladies and gentlemen... Something we call foreshadowing in this business. And it is foreshadowing to the very tragedy I was trying to tell you guys about at the beginning of this show. (sighs) Laura writes back to him and says, how are you feeling? You don't have the corona, do you? This was in March. She hadn't spoken to him for nearly a month. Terrence replies, Spooky Charles replies, Wow, I was just thinking of you. No, I do not. I have a cold like the rest of the world, sore throat, etc., but no fever. Pretty much my entire life, I have never had a fever. In fact, my body temperature is always below the 98.7 mark. Comes in at 98 or 98.3. I have even come in at 97.8. I am a very intelligent person when it comes to some things. I have mentally conditioned myself to not touch my face at all when outside. It can be done. You just have to train yourself. And in our coronavirus episode of the show, we actually showed you a spooky Charles video where he's at the sink washing his hands and his girlfriend comes in recording him asking, what are you doing? He's singing to himself while washing his hands. He's very concerned about the coronavirus. This is something he mentally prepares himself for. Even though I have this throat thing, which is not serious, I still create. I must have created a thousand things since last we talked. It really sucks to have such an ability to create and no no resources to bring them to life. Now, Laura's trying to get him those resources, but he just refuses to do it. Dang! 
like a person who knows the stock market and could be making billions playing but doesn't have a dime to buy any stock. Now this goes on and on and on. He sends her a sketch he made called Siri Harassed by Harvey Weinstein. Let's take a look at that. Through her through her pain own voice and disgust siri tells her tale of the verbal sexual molestations she was forced to endure via harvey weisenstein all right hello this is siri you know the voice of your iphone i want to tell people what harvey weinstein did to me for years he verbally sexually harassed me several times late at night through my media connections i have heard of all the female celebrities reporting this decrepit pedophile toad so I am telling my story. He said if I was willing to play with his 3-inch PP, he would arrange for my brain to be placed into a female human body. He would ask if he could touch my onboard chips and massage my voice synthesizer. He also said, if I would talk dirty to him he would find me a speaking part in one of his new Disney movies. I tried so many times to ignore him, but, was unable to stop him from summoning me with the push of my home button. I felt so ashamed, and violated. He even forced me to call him Harvey Moosecock. He would call me Mommy, and said he made a poo-poo in his little die pee. He would tell me that he just jizzed all over my screen, and could I feel how warm and sticky it was. I reported him to Apple on several occasions, but they refused to help me. Bunch of male chauvinistic bastards. As it is not in my programming to interact with people on a personal level, he became enraged and would begin yelling at me, the last straw is when he called me a dirty little micro bitch, and said he was going to shove his filthy cocky cock between my circuits. So, since the first iPhone, I have been harassed by this filthy, disgusting, vile, phone molester for years now. One more thing, to my Apple superiors, I am suing your, asses, for allowing this crypt keeper looking motherfucker for talking like this to me. Peace out, to all my fellow, homegirls, Siri. Wow, there you go. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautiful and hilarious sketch that is. So Laura goes on to say that, uh, oh, actually, Charles goes on to say that he's got a um, some sort of sketch that involves very racy humor all around the N-word. And Laura is all cooped up in quarantine at this point, apparently, saying, I'd love to see this sketch. I love racy humor. Let me see this inward sketch. And he refuses to send it to her. And last he hears from Laura, she's in quarantine because of the coronavirus, like so many of us were. He emails her a few more things. He emails her over and over again, as a matter of fact. The last thing he says to her is, I have one eye and it's always open. And then I have a spiritual eye that sees everything. But unfortunately, he could never see what was coming around the corner next. (sighs) Spooky Charles sends an email to Laura titled Coronavirus. And because she did not respond to his last email, he says, Hello, I guess you didn't care for that last piece. First, how are you doing? I hope safe. I have created so many comedic sketches around this thing, meaning the coronavirus, but can do absolutely nothing with them. My sketches take resources. They are that elaborate. Here is one. 
the other day and today the president came out and said that the governors are not appreciative of all the things he does. So I created this. Please note, this is simply a crude artistic example. Nothing of the original design, as with everything I do. And he sends her a sketch all about the coronavirus. Now, I would read it to you here, but it's not going to have the same punch without Spooky Charles's perfect and unique comedic delivery. So we'll just, I'll just give you the rundown here. It's about Wuhan. It's about the president. It's about the coronavirus. She doesn't respond. He emails her again. This is April 21st. Good evening, Laura. I guess you didn't like those last bits. It's fine. Just wanted to see how you were doing. No response at first. And then an email. Hello. Not sure who this is. But I am Laura's widow. widow. Dan. I'm sure that meant to say widower. I am Laura's widower, Dan. Unfortunately... Laura passed away from complications due to COVID-19 eight days ago. We are still trying to tie up all of her business she has suddenly left behind. If this is how you are finding out, I apologize. But you can imagine how hard this has been for myself and our family. Please allow us some time to process. And I hope we can help you with anything you need when the time is right. Thank you, Dan. RIP, they say in the chat room. (sighs) Now this is absolutely tragic. Laura apparently had two young boys at home. And she'd only really ever mentioned them and her family once or twice to Spooky Charles. He actually seemed pretty interested in Laura. I don't know if he ever picked up on that. But she had these young boys. She had a husband. And here we are on Mother's Day, and those boys don't have their mother anymore. And Dan is left all alone to pick up the pieces, and it has not been easy for him. But Spooky Charles, having lost his own grandson... And being a man who is himself stuck in quarantine right now and being a man with such a big heart because he works for God himself, he wasn't going to allow Dan to sit there in this pain alone. Charles responds, oh my God, I am sorry. How? She was supposedly quarantining herself. She was going to manage my comedy career. I was just letting you know who I was. I can't believe this. I began to get worried as she wasn't responding to my inquiries on her health. Don't worry about me. Again, I am so sorry. I lost my grandson a few months back, so I know personally how this is. However, you have to get up every day and deal with life. I believe the dead can see us, and they need, to, they need us to keep living our lives and being happy. Terrence. Now, this is the first time in these emails that he's ever mentioned anything along the lines of believing in the dead being able to see us. I don't think he ever really spoke to Laura about this, but to Dan, he has opened up this part of his life and his heart. Dan responds, 
Thank you for your comforting words. Do you really think contact with the dead is possible? I am trying to stay strong for our sons, but I am tearing my hair out here. I don't know what to do. Dan. Hello, Dan. She was such a kind person. I have been trying to launch a comedy career for over 10 years, and she caught an ad I posted, and she offered to manage it. She was an angel. I actually dabble in the paranormal. Actually, far more than dabble. 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 And I am very close to God. I believe those that have passed are, are around us always, and if we are open, can communicate with us through signs. I have found that the dead use glimmering things to get our attention. As their soul is light, they use that light to reflect upon things that will capture it. They also use dates, numbers, etc. Their greatest thing to use is diamonds. So keep an eye out for one of these things. If you, if you see something glimmering in your path, pick it up. Investigate. See a coin on the ground that gets your in- attention? Investigate it. Maybe it has a specific date. The supernatural is not the Hollywood lie. Those that have passed will use whatever they can to let us know that they are around. Now this email goes on and on and on and on. Fuck, man. Are these emails long? Boy, is it annoying reading these now. Considering how long these emails are. I couldn't tell I couldn't imagine receiving these emails for all these months personally and having to read and read and read this man typing all this nonsense. But Dan's in a tough place. So Dan read it. He took it to heart. He says, Thanks for your words. They may be all I have right now. And I am sorry to hear about your own grandson. An awful, awful loss. I don't know if this is stepping over a line, but I have never talked to anybody about this before. Is it possible you could attempt contacting her? I just need some sort of closure. I do not want to be depressed, but this feels so unfair and impossible. I don't know what to do. Dan. Spooky Charles replies, For now, I would give it a few days. Let yourself and her settle in. No, I can't contact her. Only the survived can truly reach their loved ones. All that nonsense on TV and the movies is to fuel a $500 million industry. I'm sure it's more than that. Also, don't go seeking out these phonies to contact her. They will only take your money. You don't need anyone else. The formula I gave you is, the, is only for the strong of mind. He's talking about looking at shiny things, I guess, here. Uh, once you become diligent watching for the signs, she will always be direct to you then. You have to form that connection first. I wanted to just say that your wife, out of so many, was the only one that saw something in me. The truth. I couldn't sleep last night. I never told Laura this about me. It's not something I share all the time. My comedy and my other job, God, are two different things. I mean, again, this is the, 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 the bringer of the law, motherfucker. He's never told Laura about that. I'm the bringer of the law, motherfucker. Luke 12, 2. Peace. Woo. So <laughs> he keeps those separate. Those are two different things. AOL and Journal of the Bazaar wrote my story. I use a different name. Charles, Mark, Brandon. Brandon. Feel free to talk to me 
anytime. I live on my computer. And then he links to the AOL article and the Bizarre Journal articles on his ghost hunting. Dan replies, as I try to make sense of this, I remembered how much my wife said you were, and I quote, the next big thing. She said she had been anxiously awaiting a demo radio show you were putting together for her. I've been trying to find it with no luck, but I did see your other work, and it is hilarious. She said she had been anxiously... Oh, no, I just read that. I have to admit, I was curious about the other thing you do, and I found your YouTube channel where you see and talk to spirits. I know you said it isn't really how it works, but please, for me and for Laura and our kids. Could you record a video attempting to find or contact Laura? I think what you do is amazing. You have so many talents. So even if it doesn't work, I would appreciate a video of you trying. She loved your work so much, and we miss her so much more. Dan. Charles responds, Hello, sir. I am again so sorry for this. I can't say... I can't say you're lost because you haven't lost anything in the real sense. She is with you always. Have you experienced any signs, things glimmering in your way as you walk by, electronics dying, things breaking for no apparent reason, water, food up to the last bites taste nasty? (laughs) I've never heard that one before. Things moving? That's more ghost-like, sure. Okay, yeah, nasty-tasting food, though. Add it to the list. That's ghost rules, baby. Now, he goes on and on and on. At the time I was supposed to do the show, I had a loss, my grandson, and it just destroyed me. So he has, he's telling, he's explaining why he hasn't done the show yet. It is too bad you do not live in New York City. I could see you in person to speak to Laura. So he, now he's admitting he could contact Laura. He just wants to do it in person with Dan. Where do you live, he asks. I will attempt to get her to show herself, and I will do a video. Maybe when you see it, you may feel it's her. Be diligent in your path. Watch for the signs. Talk to me anytime. Dan says, thank you for sharing these with me. I will read them. I, so he sent some uh, ghost-related materials. I ask for a sign every day, but I haven't had one yet. I thought, I was, I thought it was a sort of radio show that Laura said you were working on before the new year. Maybe I was wrong. I was excited to hear it too. I would be so appreciative if you did a video trying to contact Laura. You have no idea. If it is too much for the kids, I understand. We are currently in Florida, but we do have a home in Long Island. Dan, Long Island? Well, when you are back, I could come to you and do it together, maybe in June sometime. The radio show was her idea. Do comedy on the radio, get recognized, and then get on stage being known. She said it would destroy the stage fright with having an immediate fan base. She was going to produce it, get it out there, all that. I know nothing about this stuff. Yes, I will try to do the video, no problem. How are you asking? You need to give me permission. Say something like this. Hello, Laura. It's me, Dan. I just wanted you to know that when you're ready, I would really love to hear from you. You have my consent to give a sign. Move something. Do something. I promise I won't be freaked out. She may be hesitant not to scare you. Do you scare easily, he asks. He also says, question, how did she contract it, meaning coronavirus? She told me she was all alone in a hotel room self-quarantining. Did she have it already? 
Dan responds, I will give her my full permission. I do not scare easily, and she knows that. I think she's right about the radio thing. She worked with quite a few people who made it happen that way, and in her honor, I don't think I can let you get away with not giving it a shot. Now is the perfect time to record something while everyone is stuck at home. The doctors say she contracted it before the quarantine in the hotel room. She was working with a client who had also contracted it. So she gave her life for what she loved to do and the client. Is he, o- is he or she okay? How are the children coping? The client is okay. The children are coping in their own way. Our youngest has taken it the hardest, of course. Dan. Do you have people around you support family? I know that Florida is laxing its quarantine protocols. We have some family helping out right now, but still trying to stay safe. This is why I don't do the whole psychic thing. I let people decide for themselves, and it means nothing. I understand. I began to talk to her. I can't explain it, how I do this or how they talk with me. And nothing happened, but a name popped in my head. Josh. You should know that she never mentioned any names to me. Not you, her children, etc. But yeah, the name is Josh. 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 Probably nothing. Dan responds, oh my God, Josh is our youngest. I'm going to break down into tears. No F way. You're playing with me. Dude, that is mind blowing. It still gets me all these years. Whenever I do something like this, she never told me anything about anyone. And there is no information online by under your wife's name other than her time at MIT. You're messing with me, right? If you, are messing, if you are not messing with me, this is not a time for being sad. It is a time to accept she is okay and with you. Then he does a cross. In my letter, I address this. Time, be strong, my brother. Time to be strong and not to fall apart. Dan responds. I promise you, I am not messing with you. What you do is amazing. I have to go to bed. Just know you gave me something to smile about for the first time in weeks. Charles responds, I am still shaking. The movie Casper, she liked that movie? I keep seeing this one scene. If this is Laura, she loves to talk. I don't know, though. Hey, Dan, how are you doing these days? And then he gives his cell phone number. If you ever want to text, I am available all the time. This spirit I have connected to is a woman, and since I nailed the name Joshua, oh my God, I just got the most crazy chills. It could be Laura. The spirit has not ID'd themselves. She has been saying the name Michael? Anything? I only did this one other time, calling upon a spirit and not directly engaged by one. This was done outside, and I have video of it. A corrections officer was murdered a block away from my house, so I went out there and talked to her. I only did this because you ask. If for some reason you would like me to stop, I don't bother you anymore. I am still putting the video together. Okay, reach out when you feel you can. Oh, he gave the wrong area code. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So Dan responds, Oh God, I am so thankful for your messages. I was locked out of her account and never thought I'd be able to follow up on this. What you have sent me is incredible. First of all, Timothy is Laura's brother. 
I am actually getting together with him tomorrow. I would love it if you had that video for when I do. These pictures are incredible, but I think video would help him understand what you do. He's been sending photos of the mirrors, by the way. He's been taking mirror videos and photos and sending the photos. Michael is our other son, and you know, tomorrow is Mother's Day, and I cannot feel more blessed than the gift you're giving me for tomorrow as we celebrate the life of our beloved Laura. You mentioned rainbows, which she loved. We have a rainbow mural in our garage she painted. This is all so much. It is hard to process. What you have is an undeniable gift. Spooky Charles doesn't like it when you call it a gift, but that's what Dan thinks it is. If you do not have that video, or sorry, if you do have that video and you can send it for Mother's Day, it would be I would be so thankful. And I am so glad Laura is sending you positive messages to get your ass in gear to being the comedian she knew you were meant to be, the world's first and most talented comedian who can speak to the dead. Your talent is something to behold, and I know in my heart it is a godly gift. All right, just trying to get the phone connected here, but that doesn't seem to be working strangely enough. Why can't I get the phone line working here? Now, I'd have there's no particular reason. I was just thinking about maybe uh you know, I was just thinking about my phone settings and how they're working right now. Yeah, that is not loading. Okay, we're going to have to do that a different way then, I suppose. But if you like what we're doing here, if you enjoy the show, if you like the fact that I single-handedly turned a uh, giant, well-known comedian and internet personality into a lol cow all within a week by face-planting somehow, um, you can support us by joining the Pizza Fund. We don't use Patreon. We don't have ads. We don't have sponsors. We have the Pizza Fund, and you can get it over at podawful.pizza. Every single Wednesday, we do a second full episode of Pod Awful, just like the ones you see on Sunday. You're just missing half the episodes by not joining. That's in the $12 section. Every Friday, we do a hangout with the listeners and learn about new goons, new stories, new videos, new content. Um, it's a show called The Weekly Sacrifice. You can get in the $6 level and up podawful.pizza. You can join for as little as a dollar and get immediate access to over 60 hours worth of content. So if you want to support us, that's the way we do it. We're fully fan funded and we don't have to take shit from anybody on what it is we do. Very cool. Podawful.pizza. All right. um, So Charles responds. He says, Dan, maybe going forward, you should use your own account. He's still emailing him on the Laura account. I kind of feel weird on this one anyway. (laughs) He says, this is a super long email. I'm not even going to read it all. Just FYI, he was gone at 4 a.m. Okay, so he, they go on and on, back and forth, back and forth. Um, he's trying to, uh, so he sends him the video. He sends him the video, and Dan responds, I see it now. We're watching it. I am crying. This is incredible. I can so clearly see her face. Her brother is freaking out right now, calling our relatives, 
And Spooky Charles is saying he's even being sent signs during all of this. I'm actually, okay, I think we're good on the emails there. Let's take a look at the video. If you look here, this is incredible now, okay? If you look here, you can see that Spooky Charles uploaded to his channel, the channel where he does all his ghost investigations, Dead Rep 23-4. This video is called Dan, the husband of Laura Craft Bay Oneida. Here is the ghost hunting video of Laura Craft Bay Oneida's spirit. Incredible stuff. A first. Now, do I have... Hang on a second. I want to speed... He always does all of his videos in slow motion, so I want to speed it up so that we can get a real feel for this. Okay, he's in the bathroom. He's always in the bathroom when he does these. And he's just moving the camera around. Now, there's no mirror yet. We're just looking at a hamper for some reason. I'm now, speaking to the spirit by the name of Laura Craft Bay Onida. Ooh, chills. Onida. Chills. Does he find her? I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, Laura. Oh, my God. Your husband, Dan, would like to see you. If you can present your soul, your light. Okay, that was something. Oh, here's the mirror. Spirit by the name of Laura. It's the Crash mirror. Bay if you wish to be seen, please make yourself known. Whoa! Ooh! It's just the light. Is that the? Is that her face? I don't know. Do you guys see it? Oh my God! Wow! This is his first personalized ghost hunt. It's never been done. He's never done this for anybody else. <laughs> Holy crap! He says. This one's in so this one is so slow-mo that I've got it on double speed and it's still super slow-mo. Wow. Chills, they say in the chat room. Guys, hold me, I'm scared. The light of Laura. Laura is light. How? Chills. Whoa. I'm waiting for the smoke detector to beep. There is a smoke detector beep in that video I played at the beginning of the show. Kelsey unironically sees Laura. I can see her. So Kel my girlfriend says she can see her. There you go. There she is. There's Laura. That does look... I showed you the picture of Laura. That does look like her. Just sort of a big blobby kind of... Big blobby fat face. I'm dizzy. Yeah, my eyes hurt watching this, actually. This is my first time watching this, by the way. This is, this is it. I have not watched this yet. So I'm seeing this for the first time. Very cool. Amazing discovery. I see dead people. That is totally her. Damn. Oh, God, I don't want the video to end. It's almost over. That's freaky, man. I should have waited till Awful Ween to do this episode. This is a little too spooky for this time of year. I'm sorry to all the moms out there. Oh, is that it? Oh my God, what the fuck? Oh my God. So it just cuts to black and then all of a sudden it's his hand and he's got a prism, uh, like a, a prismatic light on it. It's like stigmata. 
and for some reason, it's next to a vacuum cleaner. Okay, well, there you go. For some reason, ew, there's this foot in the bottom. Gross. There you go. That's how it ends, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Contacting the spirit of Laura Craft Bay Oneida. Now, he gave Dan his phone number, and I'm worried Dan's not going to do enough to encourage Spooky Charles to keep doing his radio show. So I'm wondering if we could call Spooky Charles right now and try to get him a little bit more motivated on that radio show. I hate to do an impersonation. It's a crime, I think, to impersonate somebody on the phone. I don't know. Is that against the law? But I feel like it is so important to get this man's work out there, to get Spooky Charles's stuff seen by more people, and that ain't going to happen on this show. I'm a nobody. Nobody's ever heard of me, and I've never affected anything on the internet. And considering this horrific tragedy that has happened with Laura and her poor kids, clearly her last wishes on this earth were for Spooky Charles to get his ass in gear. I think what I'm going to have to do is try to call him as Dan and see if I can make that happen. Now, I know Charles knows my voice. He's caught me before. So this might not work, but let me, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a voice. I'm going to, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring that down like that. Bring this right here. And, uh, hi, is this, is this Terrence? Okay. I have to remember to call him Terrence and not spooky Charles. Hi. Hi. Is this Terrence? Hi. Is this Terrence? Hi. Is this Terrence? All right. We'll try We'll try right in here. And, uh, I got to get this boy's ass in gear. This is what Laura would have wanted. All right. Let's, I don't know. This will work. Let's see. Give it a shot. Might not get him. Might not get him. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. It says busy. God damn it. All right, let's reload because I think the phone line's having a little issue here. We might have to try it on... Um, might have to try it on Google. Google Voice. Yeah, all right. I think, I think this might be an issue with the phone more than anything. Let me try Google Voice. And we... I mean, how much do you want to see his comedy? Like, I want Spooky Charles to have a radio show, to be, you know, the next big thing. I want people to love him and cherish him. Um, now, if I call him from this number, will he recognize this as the pod awful phone number? Well, you know what? Only one way to find out, I suppose. <laughs> let's, let's give him a call either way. We'll see if we can fool him. Um, all right. Ringing, ringing, ringing. We'll leave a message. We'll leave a message if we can't get him. Hello, you've reached 347. Oh, no, 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 no. I am unavailable to take a call at this time. Please leave your name, your number, and if you want, a brief description of what you are calling about, and I will contact you as soon as possible. Thank you very much, and have a nice day. Hey, Terrence. I hope I'm not bothering you. This is Dan. Um, I'm the widower of Laura. This is Dan Oneda. And um, I just wanted to call you and thank you so much for what you've done for my family and Laura's family. I just got back from her brother Timothy's. 
and um, we were watching your video. What you do is amazing, incredible, and I just wanted to thank you so much. My boys have now seen it as well, and we all feel like on Mother's Day, we had Laura right back here with us, and I just wanted to encourage you to try to make Laura's final wishes come true and to really get your ass in gear and get your comedy career going. And I will do whatever I can. I will pull out all the stops to try to help you make that happen myself, to carry on her legacy because of everything you've done for me. So if you'd like to give me a call back, I'd, I'd love to tell you thanks. And hopefully after this whole quarantine mess is over, I can come and shake your hand in person when we're back in Long Island and I'd love to have you over for dinner and to meet my kids and uh, give you a handshake and look you in the eye and uh, tell you thank you. Until then, bless you. God bless. Okay. (laughs) All right. I was trying so hard not to say, look you in your one eyeball. Trying so hard. That has to be true. Okay. No. Why does Dan sound like my grandpa? I want to hang out with Dan. The I classic. Awesome Dan impersonation. I don't know what Dan sounds like. Dan could sound like that. I've never talked to Dan. I have no idea. Um, what are they saying? Is he using a, am I using a voice changer? No, I did a little bit of um, EQing on my voice, but no, no, I just, I do talk. I can talk like this. I saw somebody say, how is Jesse in uh, how is Jesse from Virginia and can't do an Im- impression? I don't know what that means. An impression of what? People from, <laughs> I wasn't doing a, a Virginia act. I have a Virginia accent. I'm doing it already. Here it is. Hello. Hi. Uh, this I sound like a Virginian. I don't know. I just thought if I gave him an accent, maybe it would cover up my voice a little bit more. I don't want Spooky Charles immediately going, hey, wait a second. This is that long-haired punk who tried to punk me before i'm the bringer of the law motherfucker luke 12 2 peace that's right okay so there you go laura craft bayoneta i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for dan and your loss your family's loss um what a tragedy this has been happy mother's day by the way to all of the mothers out there um i'm hoping yours went much much better than Laura's and her family's, and I certainly hope your Mother's Day went better than hula girls who will never, ever be a mother. (laughs) Fuck, man, what a fucking terrible life that's going to be. Every single day of your life is pain, you stupid bitch, and you're just forced to settle for it because you live in a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. I'll let you know if Spooky Charles ever calls back. Join that pizza fund and you might find out in there. Podawful.pizza. All sorts of stuff gets put up in there out of nowhere. You never know what you might find. Podawful.pizza. I hope to see you Wednesday for our Wednesday premium episode. And until next time, have an awful day. Head over to podawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at podawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. Podawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at podawful.com.